Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you are looking for the highest level of Lincoln luxury, look no further than Woodhouse Lincoln, Nebraska's exclusive Lincoln Black Label dealer. With advantages that extend beyond the driver's seat, your Lincoln Black Label SUV will be immersed in innovative technologies, luxurious interior amenities, and effortless maintenance. With Lincoln Pickup and Delivery, our knowledgeable sales team will curate the Lincoln SUV fit for your lifestyle. Explore the four Lincoln Black Label themes and view our inventory online at woodhouselincoln.com. Welcome in to the third episode of Motor City Realist. I'm your host, Mike. My co-host, my co-host, excuse me, it's Zach Mack. This is actually episode three, week four. Um, missed last week. Zach, how you doing? I mean, let, let's talk about last week. Uh, the Florida Good. guy here uh, yeah. definitely had to, to make some arrangements. Totally understand. Uh, how did everything hold up? You were, I mean, you were in Tampa, although Tampa was thought to be the the, the place that was going to get hardest. Clearly, it, it didn't. But how how did everything hold up on your end? Yeah, man, it was that was a wild ride. Um, not obviously my first experience. That's something I've ever been through before. Uh, can probably call myself a hurricane survivor now. But uh, like you said, it was a little uh, it was a little nerve wracking there for like like Monday and Tuesday. They had the path coming straight for us, and you're kind of like you know obviously nothing you could do, and you're just like oh shit, you know. But no, like you said, luckily it steered south. We only got the, the outer edge of it and um, didn't lose power at all. So that's good. Yeah, we but, got lucky. But yeah, yeah. I, and I'm glad. I, I don't even know to tell you the truth because you and I, because it was spotty, your communication and stuff, just you and I. I don't even know. Did you really have a, a chance to watch the game or you just recap it based off of what you, what you were doing, how busy you were? I, I, I got to watch the second half. Um, I went to. Uh, Everything was closed here. 
I'm sure. So like the yeah. weekend after, because yeah, you know, supplies and, and people not available. So we were limited. We tried to go to a bar, and there was like a, I had to wait for the entire first half to get a table, but then got to watch the second half, there which was go. the more eventful half from from what I could tell. Yeah, um, it, it's funny because I, I did the same thing. So so basically, where I'm at, I, where I used to live, we used to get all the Toledo Channel, so it was always Detroit. You know, no big deal. Now I'm closer to Indy, so I get like all the Colts games, and I'm like, oh man. So I usually go up to the bar. And uh, they have the ticket in, but it, it wasn't coming in. And I'm like, yeah, they're kidding me. So by the time I got up there, they usually open at two. By the time I got up there, I was like, well, I'm kind of glad. Uh, but they pulled the old Lions. They, they they came clawing back. But but this episode, usually you and I, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about the game. We're going to talk about the upcoming game. Uh, obviously, for up, upcoming game, I know this is going to drive people nuts. I got the old... Uh, the old Patricia, uh, the old Lions. Yeah, he might as well have been I out there coaching the defense yes, this past I, week. I, I had uh, I had this shirt specifically for this upcoming reason, but but we want to talk on a few things. Um, you, you've talked about Hawkinson in, in past. We didn't have a, a chance to talk about the Minnesota game, um, but Hawkinson, you know, gets on track this week. Obviously, has a big week. Um, we continue to see golf have uh, big weeks week after week, even with the slander. Uh, of people saying, and then it was, it, it, it's very fitting to see golf go out there. Uh, you know, he's got 11 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's actually third in passing yards, uh, one above Matt Ryan for, for fourth right now. Um, but, and then you see, I don't know if you got a chance to watch a Monday night game with Stafford last night. Um, it, it's totally, and, and by no means would I say, Hey, I would never want Stafford, you know, what he did for Detroit, but it, it was, it was crazy to see what's going on right now. It's a, it's a small sample size. You know, it, it's nothing huge, but what golf is doing and what Stafford are doing and the different reactions that we're having, we're having the golf slander, you know, blah, 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 the, the Stafford slander, uh, Stafford went there, did his job, essentially won the championship that golf couldn't get it over, you know, and here we are with granite uh, i mean you know like again a small sample size we're the third best to base off of uh off of yards you know he's a, he's at a 99.9 passer rating right now which is extremely good i think this is like the best start in his career since 2017 or something like that <laughs> off yep. and then you see stafford struggling uh granite detroit's continued to build out the offensive line they got a lot of better offensive line uh you see uh you see the rams kind of struggle at that point but but i feel like even with the weapons that Detroit has and it's starting to to really uh, do well with, you know, you got Cooper Cup, you got Allen Robinson, all those guys with, with the Rams. So so it's really hard to compare the two. Uh, of course, Richard Sherman was off his rocker on Twitter again today. Uh, he, he loves all the Stafford slander, so anything he can say about him. But uh, outside of golf, um, and I know I, I kind of had mentioned, you know, I want to talk about golf because there are just some fans that just can't let it go. Um, was there really – in that game with different things, with, with so much up and down, the referees really kind of being out there, you know, did you see any bright spots or is there just some really, really glaring weaknesses that are just, I mean, obviously we got the number one offense versus the the, the, the historical uh, horrible yeah. defense we have. Is there anything that really outweighs the, the good, the good, the bad, or was there just things that shine to you as far as, I guess I shouldn't say shine piles of shit that you saw that were, were just so bad. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I really don't think that there's a whole lot that needs to be done to the offense. I mean, it, it like you said, it, it's the sh- strongest part of the Lions game right now. Um, you know, best offense in the league. It doesn't help that our defense isn't compensating for that. Yeah. And, and obviously some people are going to say, you know, well, if your defense is giving up so many points, obviously your offense has to air it out and blah, blah, blah. And that's where the yards are coming from. 
and all that. But but at the same time, these aren't like what, what Goff is doing isn't is to me is not like garbage time. Like the, these are competitive games at the end. The I'm Lions, glad you brought that up. Yes. Yeah. The, the Lions are they're giving themselves a chance to win these games. I mean, unfortunately, we've fallen short, but and and it hurts because I think we should have had that Seahawks game like before it even started. I, I when we did our we said our I know it never aired as a as a podcast, but on our very first episode when we went live here, we gave our records. And we said we went through the schedule and, you know, we came up with, I think it was like nine and eight or 10 and seven or whatever. And I think we both probably had this Seattle game as a W. Yeah. So, so it hurts that, that it, it came out as an L, but as far as the offense goes, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to harp on, I'm not going to harp on uh Hawkinson anymore. I I got that out of my system and he proved me wrong. Thank God. Goff's playing well. Swift's obviously dealing with an injury. Um, we don't even have, you know, our, our first round pick healthy yet. Amon Ra is going off. You know, I don't think there's a whole lot to fix there. Like you alluded to, it's, it's, it's the defense. That's the issue right now. And it's, it's a massive, massive issue. Yeah. And, and obviously you talked about it. And again, for, for those that, that haven't watched live before, I'm over here on my, uh, my iPad and my laptop over here, just bringing things up. Um, it, it is, but but you talk about that's exactly what I wanted to say about golf. Is this is not garbage time? Stafford had the garbage time. He always let let us back in garbage time. Never had the weapons, but he always let us back. Golf has the weapons, but that Seattle game, he had nobody. He had nobody. Char- I mean, even down the chart was out. I mean, obviously you saw Hogginson with the big game. We said that, but he is doing things. And don't don't get me wrong, because you're going to hear this, because I love Motor City Twitter right now. Motor City Realist Twitter, you know, I just love, you know, people talking about the Kool-Aid. I said it. I, I got I got a jump for saying don't drink the Kool-Aid. You know, this is a young team, a lot to prove, a lot of different things. You know, we're still talking about Hutchison. You know, we talk about different tweets. I don't know if you have any of those or anything like that, but we talk about different things. But, but I mean, he had nobody, and he literally – Came back. Granted, he's he's had some bad interceptions. He had a few pick six that totally changed games. You know, the past two or past, uh, I guess in was the Philly game and in this. So, so in, in Minnesota, I guess. And so, I mean, I, I get it, but he is doing what we need him to do. He is managing the game. He is here to stay. We're not going to waste our our offense. I'm not saying by any means is set, but we've got a one of the best offensive lines. Uh, we don't even have our first round pick yet. You know, like you said, Williamson. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. We're banged up. I mean, this this all goes back. I don't know if we talked about it, but but when do we start looking at our at our training staff? When do we we look at our strikes and conditioning staff? Because I feel like our team's always banged up year after year. Swift, as Swift as well. You know, he comes yeah. to camp look camp looking good, but but um, this is a, a young coaching staff. I'm I'm not going to say that they should be making mistakes, but I understand it. It does get, you know, there's certain things with Dan Campbell that you you look and you're like, man. But I also understand that in a few years, Dan Campbell, Deuce Staley, Antoine Randall, a lot of these guys, they're not going to be on the same franchise. They're going to be getting gigs other places. And, Mm -hmm. and, And no matter how bad we're playing right now, this is the young talent. They're going to grow together the expectations were not here. It's not playoff or bust. So I don't know where these Lion fans are coming in and saying, you know, oh, this is the same old, you know, every week it's the same thing. And, and the tweets are ridiculous. Now they're going after Hutchinson. Like, are you kidding me? He's He had more, uh, I think, QB pressures last game than, than Thibodeau. Um, and, and the other top two uh, uh, defensive linemen or defensive uh, picks combined. Like, are you kidding me? The things he's doing, and now they're talking about, you know, changing some things up, going from a three technique to a two technique for him, just doing different things. And then we get to Aaron Glenn. 
you know, my, my concern is, is, you know, we made the changes during the regular season as far as last year with Anthony Lynn. Um, I, I don't think it's necessarily time to panic, but I definitely think Aaron Glenn needs to figure it out. There's not tons of talent on that defense side of the ball, but the players we have drafted outside of Pasco, you know, it, it sounds like he's going to be coming back soon. I saw Jacobs is supposed to be coming back soon. Um, but I feel like this defense is better than last year's defense. And last year, I mean, we're literally setting records that, that have not been set, and it, it's for all the wrong reasons. All Detroit teams do this. It, I feel like every time this goes back to a Detroit, line, I mean, a Detroit Tigers pitcher, and it says, oh, you know, this pitcher is, you know, a Detroit Tigers pitcher, or and this batter for, for the Pirates, this is his first at bat. He's never had a home run, and blah, blah, blah and boop, he drags a home run. It, it's yeah. just it's just how it works. So, <laughs> um, you know, you, you saw the second half that was where the comeback was made. As far as golf game, um, are you happy with what he's doing? Um, I we might have just lost. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was going to say I, I must have froze. I was on the phone. My my wife was calling me. So, um, <laughs> do you do you feel like he's he's doing what we need to him? Do you feel like he's uh, you know, going above and beyond? Are you happy with his play? Are are, are you like some of the some I think of the he's, fans out there? Yeah, I, I think I think he's he's doing enough for me personally. Um, I'm I, I I you know, I see the people out there. And and obviously his contract is always the you know the end of the conversation because everyone's like you know uh, why can't we just move on well at the end of the day you can't nobody's gonna take on that contract so all of these discussions or these arguments to me are uh I, I don't, maybe hypothetical or or just they're a moot point because you know we're stuck with golf unless something miraculous happens and to consider the fact that we're stuck with him, he's doing, you know, a fine job. in in, in my opinion, if you're stuck with someone and you know, they're third in the league in passing yards and, and, you know, tickling a 100 quarterback rating, I'll take that all day. Yeah. And, and, and you know, for what where, where are you, where do- are you on the, on the, on the golf? Train. I'm over the moon for him, especially for what we're paying yeah. for him. I never thought we'd get what you're paying for him. You're going to overpay for the situation. But now this trade, outside of the Super Bowl that they that you know they got right away, I mean, you're looking like you smell off of the road, especially with the way the Rams are playing this year. You know, there's another chance that you could have. Basically, I mean, I want to say the Lions are going to get out of the top ten pick this year, but there's a good chance. I mean, I'm not saying the Rams are going to be that bad, but you're looking at pretty two pretty solid picks again this year in the first round. Um, you know, they, yeah, you took on that contract, but you're not going to draft a CJ Stroud. You're not going to draft a, a, a Bryce Young next year. That is a, that is going to be a plug and play player. You know, those guys are, they're going to have to learn. They're going to have to develop. I don't think there's, they're really ready. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm an Ohio state guy, you know, as, as far as hard as that is to say for a, a Detroit show, but I'm an Ohio state guy. I don't, I don't feel like those players are going to come in and, and immediately, uh, you know, move the needle. I mean, we've got a great offensive line. We've got great weapons. We need to invest heavy on the defense. That's what I'm saying. And, and you know, there's a lot of free agents out there that are still kind of out there. Granted, they they may be older, they may be bigger names, but I mean, what do you what what do you have to lose right now to kick t- kick the tires on? You know, I mean, there's no Pro Bowlers in our secondary. There's potential. You know, Okuda's played good. Uh, you know, last. It's just it's just one of those things that we we don't have the studs. Although we're talking about Rodriguez, you know the rookie defensive 
uh, linebacker who's playing out of his mind. He's in the more graded uh, rookie, you know. He continues to impress. But, but I mean, what are the expectations? Yes, I get it. We're setting records for all the wrong reasons. So that is very concerning. I feel like Glenn really needs to tighten it up because there was a lot of coverages. Dan Orlowski broke down a lot of the tape. Yeah, uh, I was watching that. a lot of the stuff. And there was some – Yes, absolutely. And then no, a single high safety or just man on, on different plays. It was just really – it was really telling. I think those are things as – and he, while he is considered a young coach, he's still been around the game for a long time. It's like you got to make those adjustments. It gets tough too with you know the Patriots coming up, um, with the way that the defense is playing. This it's not going to be an overnight fix, right? These, I mean, it's going to take weeks, yeah, for us to see anything um, considerable. Um, it's tough going up against Bill Belichick next week because. He probably already knows how how to make our defense look like Swiss cheese if it doesn't already. But you know, it, and it's, the best it's, thing is, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's. I think it. I think our only saving grace is that after the Patriots, we have that bye week, and we got a little bit of extra time to figure out what's going on. And I I, I don't know. What do you think? Like, what do you? Th- do you I don't even know if it's plausible that Detroit goes after you know some key defensive player like what would the record have to be would they have to be like first or second in the division probably to to go I for mean, that before the end of this season I mean you would you would at least think right now I mean you're still you're one and three uh, obviously there's still a lot of football left uh yeah you've you've had some significant letdowns um, you're pretty much set up. I mean, you, you literally have the, the worst defense in the league. The next closest team to you is 26, has given up 26 less points than you. That's a, that's a whole game's worth. And that's Seattle. Yeah. You just, you just dusted them for 47. Um, so I think right now, at least going into the buy or coming out of the buy, you have to make those decisions. And I think we're probably going to have to make some of those decisions. But I mean, really, are there guys that you can come sign off the street that can be plug in players? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know that this team, uh, the Fords, you know, Campbell's not going anywhere. They're, they're committed to a, a rebuild. They're committed to giving him time. And I totally get that. That's why I'm not in, in, in panic mode. That's why I love the whole golf thing. I love everything that's going on. But the defense is very concerning, especially, you know, we got Hutchinson, you know, Pascal's supposed to be come back. Uh, but, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We're, we're really banged up again. But what is crazy is what our offense is doing without our, our big big components are big pieces and how our defense can't even keep us in these games. You know, it, that's what's, that's, what's concerning. They can trickle down. You know, I posted a poll not too long ago. Uh, I think two weeks ago about uh, it was when Cyber missed, missed the kick. You know, we lost I feel, or whatever it was. I forget what it was. I, th- I think this year we've lost what th- our three games by four points. Each game was uh, yeah. four points or you less. Only or missed two like extra that. points in this game. Yeah. Yeah, so so you know, there's there's so much going on, and then I put golf on there just because some lines, and I've got so much slander. Like, why would you even put golf on there? Well, it's like if I stick up for golf, I get slander. But then if I put them on there uh, about being the weak league, it's like it's like this fan base in me yeah. being one of them is like, come on, that's why I love what we're doing because I'm not saying by any means we're we're straight and narrow. You know, we have our our feelings and our emotions, but we're able to come on here and talk about kind of what happened, what to look for. You know, we're not breaking it down, but but we see different things. And that's what's exciting. I mean, there's still a lot of excitement going forward, especially watching the Lions every week and going through the same thing over and over. You know, it is one of those things I feel like every year, you know, once the game starts, I'm pumped. I watch it about halftime. I'm like, oh, man. But but at least these games, I've been 
interested in, even with the Seattle game being you know blowout as it is. But then I feel like the the Lions just don't go away. They just still haven't been able to. They're they're always right here, but they're never able to go like this. And and you talk about Belichick, yeah, he he's a mastermind. But you cannot go into that game. You cannot lose that game with their third string quarterback. I don't know what the, what the status is on Hoyer. I don't know about. You know, uh, Mac Jones, uh, I know it was a high angle, stuff like that. But, but I mean, you're literally down to Zappa or Zappy, whatever his last yeah. name is, and Bailey. And, and, and there, you, you cannot, you cannot lose this game, especially going into the bye week, trying to get healthy, get, get Swift back. What are your thoughts going forward into this game? Like you said, Belichick, regardless of his mastermind, but we've seen his decline since Brady has gone. What, what are your thoughts on this game? Maybe we'll throw in some predictions, you know? Yeah. This is, this, uh, it's tough because I I would have thought that the Seahawks would have been a more sure W than did this game. It should have, yeah, it absolutely. Yeah. So, and I want I you know I want to say W for this game. Um, I think the last time these two teams played each other was 2018. Um, the Lions won 26 to 10. Patricia, so, baby. Yeah, against Bill Belichick. So, um, you know. <sighs> I'm not ready to give a score prediction yet, but, but I do, <laughs> I, <laughs> I expect it to be tough for golf. I think, I think, you know, when Bill, Bill Belichick sees his opponent, number three quarterback in yards, you know, he, it's, he's going to make it his mission to stifle that as much as he can, especially with our run game being as beat up as it is. I think he can take some chances against, you know, the pass. Yeah. But like you said, they're they're down to their third string quarterback. So defense needs to step up. If you're folding to a third string quarterback, I don't think there's a light at the end of the tunnel as far as this season goes. I think especially that situation. I I, I really think. I mean, we talked about the Minnesota game being one of the biggest games just because it was a, a, an opportunity for first place. You know, like haha, here we are in the season. But I really think like. Going into the bye week, you have to win this game. If you don't yeah. win this game, coming out of the bye week, there are going to be significant changes being made. And Dan Campbell, and I, and I feel like his relationship with Anthony Lynn last year, he showed that he, he's okay making those hard decisions, um, hard to swallow. But I don't think Glenn necessarily getting rid of Glenn is the is necessarily right where we have, need to be. But if they lose this game, there definitely has to be some serious consideration going forward, coming out of that bye week of what we're going to do. Because on the flip side, you got Hank Fraley, who who is making our offensive line look amazing. Got Ben Johnson is getting national attention based off of what he's doing with our offense. You know, you've got all these great things, but then you got the defense that is just so bad. And I continue to allude to that. And I think the the fans and, and people talk about that, but but I mean, you, I feel like this is one of the most important games in the past. I don't know how many years because it really could be a turning point in, in the season because one and three, uh, it. it there's a lot, again, there's a lot of football left, and I, and I feel like this is a huge game. Yeah, coming out of the bye, two and three is way it, – it's it's a huge difference than coming out of the bye, one and four. Yeah. Especially for this team, I think. And 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 coming out of that bye, you potentially have a fresh D- Dak Prescott that you've got to go up against. So it's going to feel like week one all over again where you had to defend Jalen Hurts and, and the Eagles offense. Maybe not quite as dynamic as the Eagles, but – you get my point. It's 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 going to be a tough game. Yeah, and, if, and the if thing Dak is, Prescott's in there, and it's funny because I almost feel like, man, Cooper Rush is playing out of his mind right now. And it's like, do you not rush Dak back? I know Jerry Jones is always one of those guys that you know that's his yeah. boy. That's what he wants. But it's like, man, you know they 
they D- Dallas. I mean, I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but but Dallas is their defense has played well. Um, not really what they expected. Their offense is starting to come around. You know, there's a decent timeshare between the running backs. You know, this this is a game like like you said. We need to be two and three coming out of that break. Uh, people are going to get start getting healthy. We have an extra week game plan. Because that's another thing. If we lose this game, then that's one more thing hanging over the coaching staff that they have to think about as they prepare for Dallas. You know, we need to have this because that could really set the tone and change the season as crazy as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. And the timing of it, too, like you, like you said, with, with, with how bad the defense has been just in four games and having that early bye in week six, if if it's just as bad against the Patriots, I I think you might be right. I think there might be changes. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner that are made I, I don't know we'll see but yeah anyway. it uh it's, it's gonna be interesting but not not to get away from the the, the uh the lions here because obviously that's what we're we're firmly talking about this week but we do have the, the pistons i was starting the preseason today i've just seen through social media um you know some of the guys look pretty good uh there's a, a great young core i haven't really dived into that but but what do you think about the old detroit tigers you want to talk about some garbage time ball these boys are all of a sudden playing, and, and you yeah. know, we talked about it. You know, they 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 escaped a hundred loss season, but now they're. I mean, these guys are are making a run. For yeah, no nine, nine and one last ten. Got three straight right now. Um, actually, as we record, I think they're playing right now. Last I checked, it was tied. I don't know if it's still tied, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I don't know if, if teams are just not taking them seriously now or. You know, obviously, you know me, I don't follow a lick of baseball, so I don't really know how this works once you're like easily eliminated if people just like <laughs> throw you softballs all day. But uh, yeah, they're uh, they're picking up the W's. I see the graphics on Twitter all the time, and I'm like, what? You know, maybe I would enjoy the sport if you guys did this at the beginning of the season, but yeah. it's I, a yeah, little, I don't know. little glimmer of hope as far as uh. As far as uh, you're like a little bit of a baseball guy, aren't you? Do you watch the Tigers? Like honestly, is, or no? I mean, I, literally since since we went to the world, since Verlander and all those guys got shipped out, it's been really hard to to watch them. This year, I was excited because we had a lot, you know, again, we had a lot of young talent. You know, we call these guys up. They're starting the season. There were some injuries, but you know, they, it just didn't really translate. I'm excited for next season. Again, this is kind of the Lions talking to me. You know, oh, the season's over. We had a shit year. Let's look forward to next season. So, but but overall, the landscape of Detroit sports right now, there's tons of young talent. That's what's exciting. You know, we talk about the wings. Yeah, I hear, you know, I hear I all mean, the buzz it, about it, this Torkelson guy. What's 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 your scoop on him? Is he what's? Uh, I think he he was really pressing this year. This is his first full full year in the, in the league. You know, he and, and to tell you the truth, this is one thing that doesn't get talked about enough. Is our, our hitting coach for the Tigers was like a career two twenty hitter. So it's like. How can you translate a career hitter, <laughs> two twenty hitter, and then you got these guys, and, and you're trying to develop these young talent guys? That that was one thing that I didn't understand, but but whatever. But I think he definitely was pressing this year. He didn't have a good season. Um, hopefully, you know, kind of kind of give him uh, uh, some some time off to, to refresh. But but again, I mean, you're talking the Pistons basketball. You got Ivy, you got Cunningham, you got all those guys. You know, the wings. I mean, are, 
are pretty well loaded with talent. We'll talk, obviously, I always, I always get my take from the wings from you. Um, you know, the, the Lions, there's tons of uh, young talent there. They're very raw. And then, and then the Tigers, you know, we're talking – you know, I, I would love to see a reunion someday because I just looked. I just before I came down here, Verlander is seventeen and four. He's pitching tonight. He's seventeen and four with one point nine nine ERA, I believe. Jesus. Like the dude continues to get better and better, and it is like, I mean, I remember at one point we had him, we had Doug Fister, we had uh, Scherzer. I mean, that you're talking like, oh my god! Like, are you kidding me? Like these guys, like this pitching staff, like Fister kind of. Even when, uh, like, like what was up. that dude, Edwin Jackson, when he was wheeling and dealing? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, those are good old days. But I'm, I'm yeah. saying that that was one, it was exciting. Like I said, back to the Maglio, Ordonia's days, Ivan Rodriguez, Pudge, those guys. But, uh, but yes, that's, that's something we can look forward to in the, the not so quite near future. We definitely want to stick out the football season. But the, the importance of this, again, like we talk about is, is going into this bye week. It's a must win. Again, that's why I keep, if people look at my shirt, they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, that's why I'm wearing this, you know, I mean, we're going into that, but, but to get, again, to get my Red Wings news, what, what's the update? I know again, uh, for those of you just joined the show, uh, we're off last week. Zach lives in Tampa. So he had to go, what did you go? Uh, north, West, East, South. Where, where'd you have to go inland? Yeah, I went, I went a little bit North, um, inland. Because the, so the the shore kind of juts out there, so so yeah, so to fight off the storm. Yeah. So I don't know exactly uh, what you if you had much access to anything, but have you been keeping up on on some of the wings? Uh, what's going on with the wings as a as of right now? I always like to get my yeah. my uh, my uh, thoughts and input from you. Yeah, we got a we got a week where it will exactly seven days away from NHL opening night. Um, I I don't I don't think the Red Wings play. They I. Like hundred percent sure they don't play on opening night. I don't know if they play the following night or not. So we might be like eight or nine days away from the first Red Wings game. But um preseason's going well. Coach coach likes the uh I, I actually saw some clips from practice. They're doing drills that like you know, we haven't seen the Red Wings do in practice and in preseason before. So I think there's I think we're gonna see a different game just just strictly because we have a different head coach. Um, we're going to see the Red Wings play a different game. I think it's going to be a little more, um, I should say a little less dump and chase heavy. Yeah. The Red, I mean, there was a, there was a few years there where the Red Wings kind of played a boring style of hockey where it was just dump and chase all the time. I think we're going to get away from that. It's going to be a little more strategy. The young guys are playing well. They really like, um, I know I shouted Simone Edvinson out on the first episode, the, the, the defenseman. They really like the way he's been progressing and playing with the, the, the main guys um, over preseason, they lost yesterday. They lost a tough game to the Penguins in in preseason. But like I said, coach likes the way they played. He said, you know, majority of the times we win that game, it's just the way the way it bounces. You know, we just ended up losing that one. But um, he, he was preaching, and, and I just want to share this quote because I liked it: uh, "Process over outcome." And it's just kind of the stage that they're at. Just you know, trust trust more of the process that you're going through, and don't hang your hat too much on the outcome of the game because you're going to lose games that you should have won eight out of 10 times. Yeah. You just happened to play the two out of 10 that you lost, you know? So did I, did I see this right in this? I, this could be, I might've got caught up in the Twitter love, but we talked, uh, I think two episodes ago about how you compared him to looking like Danny DeVito, the penguin from Batman. Oh yeah. So <laughs> did I see in this, this could have been a play on that very much, but he's either 
based off of a fan vote or something like that, who's considered the second best head, second best looking head coach. Did you see that graph? I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I wanted, was... <laughs> I wanted to pull it until he forgot about that. And I didn't know if that, I would assume that has to be some kind of, some, some kind of spook. Yeah. I don't know if, if like, if there was like an actual survey and people just didn't fill it out seriously or, or if they just like literally posted fake results, but yeah, there were some like good looking coaches that were at the bottom. I didn't understand. I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> a, a little reverse, but, but there you go. There's your Red Wings update for the week. But yeah, we got, I think he was like third he was like third or fourth. Best looking, yeah. It best was some, some ridiculous. We'll take it. So. But uh, but overall, so so uh, I know we we talked about you being in Tampa and stuff like that. So obviously, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely uh, glad that we're able to to, to talk to you. Um, I have uh, luckily I didn't have family. Um, my family has actually been going. We've we've had a condo in Fort Myers for the past. As long, I'm 38, so pretty much since I was a little kid. Um, that was that was one thing that was really hard for me to see because. All the focus was on Tampa. Everyone thought that was going to get hit. And then all of a sudden I woke up one morning and my mom was sending me some messages. And it was like literally my, my wife and, and my kids uh, this past December stayed in Fort Myers Beach at, at our at the condo, the, the condo that our family always goes to. And uh, I saw pictures of it and it was just gone. I mean, it was completely gone. Literally where we stayed was completely gone. Carport where we parked and everything. And then my, my aunt and uncle live a couple miles down the road and they actually have uh, their carport is one of those ones that you, you pull underneath the unit and then they live above it. So lucky for them, their their place was up above, but their car didn't fare very well. But overall, I mean, it's just the devastation, you know, that's crazy not to get too too uh, sentimental or too far off from, from things. But it, it was good, like I said, to, to hear that you were doing all right. Definitely want to send our, our thoughts out to to everybody that that experienced that because they said it's what one of the the biggest casualties, one of the worst uh, hurricanes in in the history, or I, I believe something along, along those lines. Don't quote me. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not, and I'm not getting political. I'm not saying I'm a Biden <laughs> or a supporter, or not. I don't I don't want to yeah. definitely go off of his words, but uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, it was just crazy to see. Again, uh, just glad we're able to talk to you and be able to do that. That's why we missed last show. But uh, but it's good that we're back. Good that everything worked out for you guys. You guys were safe. Everything's good. Uh, was there much uh, damage in, in just anything around you, or, or was it? I, there I was didn't like, really keep track of Tampa. I mean, maybe yeah. winds and stuff. There was like tree branches and, and um, palm palm fronds down all over the place. They got it, it, it literally like two or three days after it came through. They they got it all picked up though. I was pretty impressed by the city of Tampa and how they handled that. But um, Fort Myers, like you mentioned, we got some friends down there and they're. Um, I, they evacuated to Miami, I think. Wow. But um, yeah, they came back and like it was all flooded. And and there was like so when it floods like that, is what a lot of people don't think about is there's like snakes and and gators oh, like, yeah. in people's yards, like swimming in people's houses that are flooded. Like it's <laughs> like that's scary enough. And then the fact that you could drown, like it, it, it's just crazy. Like there was almost like a feeling of survivor's guilt within the city of Tampa. Cause you're like, wow, you know, obviously no, we feel I, lucky cause we dodged it, but like, damn, it's just two hours South of us and people are losing their lives. Cause they didn't think it was going to come their way. Crazy situation. I mean, I, the second worst thing to happen this week, aside from the Lions' defense, really. Yeah. So I mean, we'll, we'll chalk one up to the, the hurricane. No point, point intended to, to, to make light of it, but, uh, but definitely uh, not, not a, uh, what you'd wish for same thing like you said with the Lions defense but uh but uh to to get back into the Detroit Lions like we said looking forward you know we talked about uh this this past week we don't want to dwell too much on it can we can we talk a little bit and I don't even know if you have any any tweets that's no big deal but can we talk a little bit do you 
like scroll through the Lions Twitter and do you just like, is it just like, sometimes it's just unbearable. Like, do you really like, I mean, I don't know, I guess maybe with, with, with the Pistons, the Tigers, I've never really followed a fan base, never really dove into it, but doing this show, obviously we're in season for Detroit sports, or, I mean, Detroit Lions. So obviously that's what I see a lot of. And I just think to myself, like, dude, like I just cannot believe the bipolar fans that we have. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it can be a very toxic fan base <laughs> at times, but I, I feel like a lot of football teams have fan bases like that. Well, yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, we've got we've had nothing to celebrate, so I get true. It. So I and and that's why I said, still to this day, I have not watched Hard Knocks. I think Hard Knocks made it that much worse for everybody because it was a national thing. People were excited to watch this team. People really liked certain players, like the coach. You know, the coach is off the wall. He's different. He's changing the culture. You know, I think that really hurt us in in the national media. I mean, you're talking again, you know, I mean, but granted, you know, now we're in the national media because we're we're setting records for all the wrong reasons. But, but yeah, I just, it's unbelievable going through there. There's such a, a huge discrepancy. There's such a huge gap between emotions. You know, there's the fans that, Oh, they, they're five years older than you. So you owe it to them because they've been around. They've lost more than you. I mean, what the hell? We all endured the same thing. We've yeah. all, none of us have seen anything worth a damn hell. We sent three of their, I mean, if you want to say Stafford, we, we sent three of the greatest talents of all time into their retirement pretty much early. I mean, obviously not Stafford, but we, we shipped them out. It was time to go. I mean, you're, you're talking charles rogers mike williams the, the the picks we missed job at best the things that we missed this is this is a franchise that has rinse and repeat over and over if you if you can't see the growth from this year to last year you're out of your damn mind yes i get yeah. it it's painful it's painful it's painful but what did you expect this year with a young coaching staff with a young team uh that's why i can't i can't express how important i think this week is and i really hope that it's not, we're sitting here talking about it. You know, we're kind of, okay, we're, we're getting around. We're trying to rally the troops and then we just lay an egg. I mean, cause that is Bill Belichick for you. Bill Belichick, whether he's good or bad, he, he finds a way to either really piss you off or, or do something to really derail you. So there, this has got to be, I think this is a momentum changer. This is something that Dan Campbell can really hang his hat on if he gets the win this week. Uh, it, it's, it, it's more important than, you know, the, the first few games of the season to really change going into the bye week. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, thank God our offense is playing as well as they are, or we'd be sitting oh, through, be you know, 38 to three games every week. And God, that would be, I, I wouldn't need, I, I don't think we'd be doing this show, to be honest. And, and, you know, and you know, what's funny is just like having Stafford, I mean, we, we had years of Jason Hansen, we had Matt Prater. Uh, I mean, we, we have been very consistent at, at, at field goals, at kickers. We've had consistency. We've had game winning field goals. Um, so now we're, we're seeing, I mean, cyber, I, I get it. You know, he's been God awful, but I mean, we've, it, it's, it's hard to believe that we've had consistency in certain categories, a, a consistent quarterback in Stafford that never really got any love until he went away. Then we, we, we don't have these big name kickers or we don't have these, these kickers that are just almost automatic. And and now we have a better team, but now we don't have that part. So it's crazy how you, you lose one little variable in things and how much it can change things. But, uh, but yeah, the D- defense definitely has to, st- to step up. Uh, again, I think you got to kick the tires on 
on some of these guys that are out there. I get it. They're probably out there for a reason in, in the streets, but right now your, your draft picks, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're beat up. There's nothing really high outside of Hutchinson and Okuda. Okuda's played good outside of this, this past game, but I mean, really, I mean, Tracy Walker, that's a huge loss. He's kind of that spark plug back there. It's a range, but I mean, I've said it game after game. Will Harris, there, there's no reason we should trade him. I was waiting for you streets. to bring up Will Harris. I, I, I was just we saying, talking about the defense this whole time. There, there's, there's no reason that he should be. He should be very close. So, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I. I feel like this episode is we're very uh, repeating ourselves, but, but I, I wish, uh, you know, as we continue to get bigger and stuff like that and grow, you know, I want you guys to jump in uh, YouTube, give us some, give us some ammo, jump in the comments. You know, that's, that's what we want to see uh, for anyone that's listening to this podcast format. You know, we, we live stream this on Twitter and YouTube as well. So uh, we're, we're looking for that. We we want to get this uh, a fan interaction. You know, did I feel you see, like, um, did you see the Patriots are wearing their throwback jerseys? For this I game? actually, yeah, I saw a throwback game in general. So usually I do that around, uh, what Thanksgiving and stuff like that, but, but, I, but I'll take it. We'll get it out of the way early. So, so we'll see how so, it uh, is. Wait, we're, we're throwing, we're wearing throwbacks too. I, didn't I, I thought I saw it was a throwback. They just okay. decided it was a throw. I, I think that was a graphic that I literally saw right before I came, uh, jumped on. So I'm not 100% sure I'll have to look into that, but I've never been a huge, huge throwback guy. You know, I, I like some of uh, that when they, when they wear the blacks here and there, you know, that's a little different, but they yeah. haven't done that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, so Zach, you know, not to continue to, to beat a dead horse to talk about the same thing. I feel like we we've talked about it. Do you, do you want to talk about your boy Hawkinson or are you just kind of going to let him ride off in the sunset and be like, okay, we're, we're where we need to be. Oh yeah. He had, a, he had a big week. Um, I, I, yeah, you're right. We didn't get to talk about the Vikings game where I said, if he would score, we would win and we should have won that game. But um, we were both very close on our score predictions and, uh, yeah, no, I mean, he's picking it up. It looks like he's, um, him and golf are more on the same page. Took him a couple weeks, but better than it taking eight weeks, you know? So I like where it's headed. Like I said, like I said, there, not much I want to change about the offense. It's flowing. It's flowing. Nice. They're doing their job. Defense isn't helping them out at all. And that's nothing you can really blame on the offense. So Oh, yes, but no, I I, I agree. Um, <laughs> I know I continue to say, you know, there's a lot to be excited for when it comes to Detroit sports. You know, as we transition in a different season, we'll talk about about different uh different teams well, Tigers, and stuff like we that. Got, but, Tigers are longest drought now to not make the post. Well, well tied at the Angels. Okay, eight seasons without making the tied for the two longest current streaks. Because I, I feel like coming out of high school, we had like I, I have talked about this. We had the Wings run. Then we had the Tigers, then we had the mm-hmm. Pistons, and obviously we never had the Lions. So, so everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's it's Lions' turn." So, let's pump the brakes right there. We're, we're okay thinking that, but honestly, uh, call me crazy. All right, here we are. We'll we'll finish out the show here. I'm not asking for okay. you to 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 give me a, a prediction again, but are you still are you still okay with your initial prediction, or do you want to tweak that? Do you think there's a chance that you could still get to that? Because I think both of us were right around like what do we say, like nine and eight or something like that? Or, or I think, yeah, I think, I, think I might have even said 10 and seven. I yeah. think I might have got real slappy. I can't remember who yet. I think one of us was nine and eight, one of us 10 and seven. I can't remember who was who, though. Um, do you have concern? Could you? Do you think you could You could stand by that uh, you no, know, based off no, the schedule? No, no, no. If I had to say right now, um, I'm going six and 11. Well, I was going to say, so six wins, would that make you happy or will you just be like, okay, that? That's the team we are right now. If we get six wins, then yeah, I, I wouldn't be pissed, but I would be I would be saying we better get at least nine next year. 
you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of the building blocks they need to be like, I think maybe we jumped the gun a little. I, I still think we could get to eight wins this season. I know, uh, you know, that's seven, that's seven more here, but there is again, a, a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of variables. I, I, I still think this is a huge week. I continue to say that. So, so we'll see uh, kind of what happens to that. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, before, uh, before we get out of here, we usually do like a quick round table, anything sports wise, sports specific, anything going on, anything in general, Zach, is there anything that you want to, you want to touch on? You got anything on the docket tonight? Absolutely. I'm so glad we get to do this segment every week. Um, uh, so yeah, this is outside of Detroit sports. Um, for those of you that haven't heard today, Tom Brady and Giselle, however the hell you say her last name, hired, uh, divorce lawyers. So, um, just a reminder, fellas, that the, um, the females come and go, but football, football is forever. Rose before hose, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, can you, can you imagine like literally, I mean, what he's done in his career, everything that he's done and she is still valued more than him, which rightfully so she's got a great body of work of, as far as what she's done. And literally this person that you love, you have your family with that has stood, stood by you. You know, I'm sure they spat, you know, they're very, uh, they're not a very public family. You know, there's not a lot, a lot of things out, but basically what it comes down to is she tells you, you know, we're done. He said he was okay with this. Then all of a sudden he gets the itch again, comes back, looks like he's uh, been starved enough, uh, enough uh, plastic surgery to keep him going, you know, and now she just says she want to pull the plug. And, you know, for, for my sake, uh, selfishly, I thought drafting Tom Brady in the late rounds of my fantasy league was a great idea. And going with one of my last picks, to be funny, I took Jared Goff. Well, goddamn, I'm playing Jared Goff every week as a homer, and he's winning me games where where this boy over here, Tom Brady, is just Yeah, dude, I feel I, that I, I have Tom Brady's my quarterback too. I picked him late. And I don't know what's going on. I mean, yeah, you'll have to you'll have to keep us uh in the loop there, all TMZ style, since you got the Tampa news, you know, the updates. Oh yeah, I'll be at that game this weekend. Oh the, yeah. Um, the Bucks Falcons game. There you go. So, so we'll, you'll have to get your binoculars to see what happens if she's up in the suite or anything like that. She's probably out in Miami hanging out with the Dolphins players. I saw, and, and not to be stupid, but I saw, and, and again, I get sucked down the rabbit hole here on Twitter, but I see old, old Zach Wilson. He said, uh, he, I think he sent a tweet to old, old Giselle saying, oh, no, no. He said something about, uh, <laughs> something about uh, oh, don't worry, don't worry about Tom, Giselle, I'm here, or something stupid <laughs> like that. Again, I, I can get spoofed by these old counts, you know, but uh, but either way. But anyways, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, obviously, being in Tampa, you know, you can keep a good eye on them. Um, you know, the, the only drama we have in Detroit is having a, a historically horrific uh, defense where, you know, we're talking about uh, one of the best quarterbacks divorce or whatever. Yeah, they don't they don't uh, they don't like Giselle here in Tampa. Yeah, it's she's uh she's trying to take your guy. Uh, yeah, she's well, the enemy. Guys. She's, she's, <laughs> she's trying to take the quarterback there. So, yeah. but but anyways, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Zach. I, I appreciate you being able to jump on. I'm glad you're you're safe after a week off with the old hurricane coming through Tampa. I'm looking forward to uh, talking about a W uh, Tuesday. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. We're not going to predict the game. We don't want to get that bad juju. Um, Bill Belichick is definitely one of those coaches. Um, that'll make you regret it. But I, I definitely think uh, going into this game, it, it's a must win, and it's a very, very season-changing uh, game. 
Yeah, 25-17 Lions. Oh, Jesus, here we go. I had to do it anyways. just in case just in case it hits, and then we can clip that. That's the only so you look like you. So, yeah. anyways, there you go. Zach's pick twenty five seventeen. Uh, we're taking on the old uh, the uh, the Patriots. With the, like two uh, missed extra points. The, or the Belichick and the old uh, Matt Patricia pencil guy right here. So, so hopefully he he's got the pick right there. That's your winning pick docket. So, but uh, either way, we'll see you. Thank you for jumping in uh, this week. We'll see you guys all next week after that big W. Two and three, baby. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. For officers in the UI Department of Public Safety, it's core to our values to foster a safe and inclusive campus environment. We offer paid training and generous benefits, including 12-hour shifts, self-scheduling, retirement, and more. Our passion is fueled by the relationships we build with our students, faculty, and community. It's not only about being a resource and educating others, but supporting the Hawkeyes of today, tomorrow, and years to come. Help us make our community hashtag Hawkeye Save apply today.